0: thank you thank you thank you mothers for all you've done for your children thank you for we know that it is both a challenge and a joy and too often only what only the only thing that gets recognized or acknowledged is the joy thank you for the challenges for sticking in it with us and for us and all for and to the glory of god Today we say a very special thank you to the mothers God has placed in our lives. Happy Mother's Day. Moms, you do a lot. I want to especially acknowledge this today. Moms do a lot. Yes, you do a lot. Being a mom is full of both challenges and joy. Being a mother is not a walk in the park. In fact, research shows one thing I found is that by the time a child reaches 18, a mother has had to handle some extra 18,000 hours of child generated work. In fact, it was said that women who never have children enjoy the equivalent of an extra three months a year in downtime. <laughs> three months. This reminds me of a joke I found. I'm sorry. one day a junior high science teacher taught on the properties of magnets the next day gave his students a quiz and the first question was this my name begins with an m has six letters and i pick things up what am i half the kids in the class wrote mother on a more serious note here's a quote by ralph waldo emerson men are what their mothers make them Men are what their mothers make them. Yes, men are largely what their mothers make them, but with everything that is put into them, it is crucial that this includes godly living in his word. Proverbs 22.6 tells us that we are to train a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not turn from it. This could be the key verse and idea for today. Although we will mostly be in 2 Timothy, everything spoken of today will be in how to train up or teach children. We're looked at two ladies for this, but there are many in Scripture we could look to. There are truly great portraits of motherhood in Scripture. Like the mother of Moses, who cared so much for her son that she broke the law in order to save him and teach him the faith of his people. Or the mother of James and John, who loved her boys so much that she wanted them to sit by the Lord's side in the heavenly kingdom. Or the mother of Jesus, who, well, where do I begin? Bore a son? as a virgin, and then cared for the son of God only to watch while he would be persecuted, tortured, and killed on our behalf. Moms go through a lot for their children. Mothers make great sacrifices for their children. Yes, mothers do a lot, and some of that includes watching us in our pain when all they can do is pray. Pray cry, support, hold, hug. Mothers care for their children greatly. Mothers love their children. Now, before I go further, I want to acknowledge that Mother's Day is a difficult time for some of you. I know this. For some of you, Mother's Day is hard as your mom or wife to your children has passed. For some of you ladies, Mother's Day may be hard as you want to be a mother, but you can't be. Or maybe Mother's Day is hard as perhaps some of you have not had the best mother in the world. For others, it's a hard holiday as maybe you have painfully lost a child to death or have a wayward child. Or lastly, maybe Mother's Day is hard as you're alone, hard at work, parenting by yourself. If today is hard for you, find refuge, strength in God. Today, no matter who you are, today I want to encourage you with how to make spiritual impact in the life of others, and especially in the life of your children. Yes, this message is especially for mothers, and it will either reinforce that you're doing a great job or will encourage you with godly wisdom in what to do next. But all may learn from this message. Now, when considering your life, There is what has been, and there is where you are now. But there is also where God wants you to go next. What does God want to do with your future? That is what we are considering this morning. We must not focus too much on the past. Let's look to where you are now and where all of us are now. Encourage one another and see where God wants us to go. What he wants to do with our futures, especially what he wants us to do with children training them up in the ways of the Lord. We'll be looking to 2 Timothy and the life of two godly women, Lois and Eunice, and how they trained up a child. How they trained up a child. Now, if you look through the scriptures, you're not going to find a lot of information about these two women. What you will discover, though is that these two women had a genuine faith which didn't just live in their lives but was also passed down taught in the life of Timothy so who were Lois and Eunice and what if anything can we learn from their faith and how it shaped young Timothy's life second Timothy 1 5 tells us a great detail of their lives saying I am reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and, I am persuaded, now lives in you, Timothy, also. We do not know for sure exactly when or how these two great women were converted to the faith, but some suspect Paul and Barnabas were responsible for this on one of their missionary journeys. Maybe Lois first, and then Eunice. What matters most is not the when or how, but the fact that Scripture says this had, they had, and I quote, a sincere face. Sincere. Can you say that about yourself? What about your mother, your grandmother? Are they sincere in their faith to God? These two women had sincere faith, but what really makes this faith great is how their faith grew so much in them that it would also go on to Timothy. A legacy. These two women, grandmother and mother of Timothy, aside from the work of God and Paul, were probably Timothy's greatest spiritual influences. Moms, this can be you too. You can and should be a great spiritual influence. Dads and others, you too can and should be great spiritual influencers too. With their sincere faith, and seeing how Timothy grew spiritually under their care, I can imagine both his mother and grandmother spent spending hours with him in the stories of God's word, especially the Old Testament, and teaching him prayers and the ways of God. In fact, they were not just teaching Timothy the ways of God, but preparing him to be used by God and for God, with Paul, of whom would be like a father to Timothy. Paul and Timothy would partner together in ministry as the gospel continued to spread throughout the area. With that as background, let's look to the points, application, scripture today. To see how you here today, especially moms, can make a great spiritual impact on children through a sincere faith. Number one, how can you make great spiritual impact? Teach a respect for God's word. Teach a respect for God's word. To do this, one must do no less than four things, starting with... Be seen taking time to read God's word. Take time to read God's word to your children. Take them to church, to fellowship with others, who respect and read and study God's word and to hear and study it together. Show them you living in line with God's word. That is truly to respect the word of God. In 2 Timothy 3.12, Paul reminds Timothy that everyone who wants to live a godly life in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Then in verse 14, Paul urges Timothy to hang tough when the tough times come, saying, But as for you, continue in what you have learned and become convinced of, because you know those from whom you have learned it. You know those from whom you have learned it. Timothy not only learned things cognitively, he made a practice of owning what he studied by becoming convinced of its truth and respecting what he knew to be true. He didn't just fill his head with truth, but he lived it out. Timothy did this because he saw it modeled in his mother, his grandmother, and Paul's life. 2 Timothy 3.15 tells us, From infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Jesus Christ. Grandmother Lois and mother Eunice apparently taught God's word to Timothy from a very young age. Infancy is the word used here. They knew that the scriptures would make him wise and ready for the use of the Lord. They would teach Timothy the ways of God. They read to him stories such as, such as of T- Samson and Samuel, David and Ruth, Abraham and Noah. They did everything they could to provide Timothy with an opportunity to learn all he could about the Bible. In essence, they lived out the commands of Moses found in Deuteronomy 6, 4-7, saying, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord with your Lord Your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments I give you today are to be upon your hearts, impress them upon your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you go. These two mothers had God's word in their hearts and they had a sincere face of the truth in their own lives and they would impress it upon Timothy. Here's an application for you. It is never too early to teach the word of God to your children. and It's never too late to start either. God wants to use you to teach within your children a respect for the word of God. And yes, you can do this for yourself or by yourself. But God also ordains and wants us to work together. Brothers and sisters in Christ as one help one another. There's also Sunday school programs, coached by Christ, Awana, vacation Bible school, youth ministries. Here's another application. Mothers, what kind of Bible is your child reading when he or she observes your life? Let's dig deeper here yet. Are you actively, actively looking for ways to teach a respect for the word of God into your lives, the lives of your children? Moving on, number two is this. Teach a sincere and authentic faith. Teach a sincere and authentic faith. 2 Timothy 1.5 tells us, I have been reminded of your sincere faith, which first lived in your grandmother, Lois, and in your mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded now lives in you also. Even though Lois and Eunice were believers, Timothy needed to come to a point in which he would put this faith in Christ, his faith in Christ, his personal faith in the Lord. This is important as faith is not hereditary, it is personally learned and given by God. But when mothers model a genuine and sincere faith, an environment is set up where children may be motivated to want that same kind of faith. These two. Mothers were completely devoted to Christ. They set up an environment. They were serious about their faith. They were fully devoted and completely committed. And Timothy knew it. No one knows better than a child whether a parent's faith is genuine. Kids notice things. A mother can and should make significant spiritual impact on her children and their faith through observation, through the observation of their children. Here is another application here. Moms, if you want to teach A sincere and authentic faith. Take your own faith seriously. If you're just going through the motion spiritually, your kids will eventually see it and tragically may do the same thing themselves. Demonstrate your faith consistently by reading the Bible, praying, attending worship, bringing your kids to programs that help them grow spiritually and living in a way which actively applies God's word and ways to your family's life. Be sincere and take your faith seriously. Be be sincere and take your faith seriously. This will send a strong message to your children. Let's continue on. What isn't in the text a mother who passes along a faith that is sincere and authentic is without a doubt a praying woman. One cannot imagine Lois not praying for Eunice or Eunice not praying for Timothy. We read in Acts 12.12 that the mother of John Mark opened her home for prayer while Peter was imprisoned. It says here... He went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, also called Mark, where many people had gathered and were praying. In Acts 1.14, Mary, the mother of Jesus, joined together constantly in prayer with the disciples. That's another key characteristic of a godly mother, prayer. Are you praying? Start today. Show others today. Do it together today back to the point though Timothy's family environment encouraged and built up his sincere faith how is your house encouraging and building sincere faith number three and the final point today teach and it teach a desire to minister and serve teach a desire to minister and serve this is not just a job for pastors and missionaries. We must all serve using the gifts and talents God blesses us with. Looking more to scriptures, we can see how, more how Timothy's mother and grandmother helped him grow spiritually to serve. After Paul preached in Lystra, Timothy was converted. He returned a short while later. Acts 16, 1-3 tells us, He came to Derby and then to Lystra while a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was a Jew and a believer. But whose father was a Greek. The brothers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey. Here I see three qualities in Timothy. Three qualities that were no doubt passed down from his mother and his grandmother. In a desire to minister and serve God and others. First of all, number one, he was a strong believer. He's referred to as a disciple, and a disciple is not just a believer, but he's a follower, he's a studier of of one's ways. Two, second, he had a good reputation. The believers in the area spoke well of him. He was ready to serve, to minister. People must have known him as a man of integrity and as a man trained up in the word of God. Again, this had a lot to do with his mother and grandmother. Third, he was available And Paul wanted to take him along on the journey. Timothy's ministry developed because they had been encouraged and taught at home. Are you encouraging service to the Lord and others? Sacrificial and humble service out of love. Mothers, part of your job is to teach a respect for for God's word. Another responsibility is to teach a sincere and authentic faith. But another job yet you have and must not be ignored is that of teaching within your children a desire to minister and serve God and others. This must start in your own homes and lives. How do you serve? How do you serve? Children are to learn the Bible And grow in their faith so that they can become difference makers. And this starts at home. So they can share their faith with others. So they can minister in the church and in their schools. So they can serve those who are hurting. So they can serve as missionaries wherever they are. So they can identify their spiritual gifts and use them. The truth of the matter is this. We are saved in order to serve. We are to be disciples so that we can disciple others. We are equipped so that we can evangelize. We are sanctified so that we can be sent to a lost and dying world to shine Christ light and life. We are here to glorify God with every part of our lives in the present and future. Let's conclude. Let's see if I can bring all this together. mothers you can make a significant spiritual impact in your family. You can do that by teaching these three things, a respect for God's word, a sincere and authentic faith, and a desire to minister and serve. Today, we praise God for our mothers or other special ladies who have been like mothers to us. We praise God especially for mothers who worship and adore the Lord and who pass pass or model this to their children. Proverbs thirty-one twenty-eight says that her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her. Mothers and all those present, may we do the same today. May we praise our mothers. Mothers and all those present, may we do this for you. Worship and adore the Lord and model godly living too. A sincere and authentic faith. Mother, thank you for all you've done. Be encouraged. You have truly done a lot. I know it's been a challenge, but I pray that it will also be joyful. You have made a difference, but don't stop now. Keep praising the Lord and teaching with your lives. Train up your children in the ways of the Lord. Happy Mother's Day. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for our mothers. We thank you for how you guide them and give them wisdom how through all the challenges, you also give them joy. May they focus on the many joyful times they've had today and may they be praised for all they've done for us, their children, amen.